Good morning, Grace Church. It's great to have you tuning in with us online this morning. I want to welcome you. And uh, we are starting a brand new series this morning called I Want to Believe But. And we're going to be diving into uh, some of the questions that a lot of people have when it comes to their faith in God. And today I want to talk about, and I want to look at the question, does God really care? I mean, it's one thing to trust God for something, You know, lots of people watching online right now, maybe even you, um, you're asking God for something. You're you're asking God to change something in your life. You're asking God to give you something or to make something go away that's unpleasant. You're asking God to change someone else that may be in your life. Maybe you have asked God for things in the past, or you're currently asking God for things, and it doesn't seem like He's listening. It doesn't seem like um, He's answering your prayers. Maybe it feels like to you, maybe it feels like God doesn't really care. You know, those, those times that we go through, when we have those feelings, when we have those questions, it can lead us to ask a thousand other questions of God. Many of you, you might say, God, did you not see my doctor's report? Do you care? God, do you not see that my marriage is a mess? Do you care? Do you see how little uh, amounts of money that I have? Do you not see the bills that I have? and the money that's coming in, and it's not really matching up, you know, God, do you care? God, do you see how my kids are struggling in school? Like, God, don't you care? God, do you, do you see the, uh, the chaos that's, that's going on in our country? God, do you care? You know, this... This fear that's just gripping my mind, this this constant daily struggle that I have mentally, God, do you not care? You know, it's one thing to trust God to give you something or to do something for you. It's an entirely different thing to trust God through something or to continue trusting that God is good and that He really cares even when He's not giving you what you want or what you're asking for. Trusting Him when everything around you is shaking and you don't understand what's going on. I would imagine that we have people watching online this morning, right now, Many of you, you feel like everything in your life is shaking. Maybe you feel like the the foundation that you're standing on, the very foundation is shaking. Everything in your life is just unstable. Many of you, you may be thinking like, what is going on? I, I just don't understand. Does God really care? The answer is yes, God cares. In fact, He cares more than you care. He wants to help more than you want help. He knows what will help you more than you know what will help you. He is fully aware 
and he cares. But I, I don't want you to, I don't want you to just take my word for it. Let, let's talk about it. Let's, let's try to um, dive into that question this morning together. And let's talk about the question, does God really care? And does he really care about you personally? Does he really care about you? You know, trusting God is actually a decision. It can be a daily decision. And I want to encourage those of you today that feel like everything in your life is shaking, that your only real answer is to trust God and to keep on trusting God and to keep on trusting God and to keep on trusting God. That is really your only real answer. Yes, it's difficult when you don't understand what's going on. And it's especially difficult when what's going on in your life doesn't seem fair or it doesn't make any sense at all. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 26, the author of Hebrews, he talks about how God shakes things in our lives until those things that cannot be shaken remain. That means God is going to lead us. He's going to lead you. He's going to lead me. He's going to lead us to let go of all the unstable things in our lives. All the things that really don't bring any added value or benefit to our spiritual lives. And we're left holding onto nothing else but the rock of our salvation. Jesus Christ that cannot be moved. Hebrews chapter 12 in verse 26. And I think these verses are just so timely for where our world is at today. Hebrews 12 verse 26 says, when God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. Verse 27. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. So that only unshakable things will remain. That's incredible. Let let me give you an example from my own life. I I like... uh, Sharing examples, I think uh, Jesus, uh, you know, he would teach in parables or stories and he would give examples and I think that helps us to kind of understand what we're talking about here. But I I personally, I really like examples, so I'm going to share an example with you. But, you know, early in my ministry, there was a, a group of people that I thought were my friends. All right, have you ever had a group of people like that? Have you ever had a group of people that you you thought they were your friends, that you thought they were for you, but it ended up that they weren't. They weren't really for you at all. You know what it's like when you put your, uh, your confidence in people who are not really who you think they are? You know, when you do that, it's, it's actually a constant open door for the enemy to cause chaos in your life. Often there are times where where God in His mercy will remove those people from our lives. And initially, 
we, we may not understand like what God is doing. It's, it's very difficult when something or someone is stripped out of your life, whether it be a friendship, you know, and that, that friendship is kind of stripped out of your life and, and you're not really ready to give up that friendship or that relationship. You know, these people earlier on in, in, in the ministry, they, they served in the ministry and they helped in the ministry and I, I, I thought they were my people. Okay, do you know what I'm talking about? Man, I just thought, these are my people. Man, they would never hurt me. Uh, they'll, they'll always have my back, you know? Well, that was, the, that was the first mistake. Listen, there's nobody on this earth that's breathing that will never hurt you. I don't care how much they love you. As human beings, we, we do not have the ability to never ever hurt someone or disappoint someone that we're in relationship with because we are broken we are imperfect you're setting yourself up for a lot of pain if you put your trust in people and people alone you know if you if you look at someone and and uh you look at an individual or you look at someone and maybe you even look up to them and you have that thought, man, you will never disappoint me or you'll never hurt me. You know, you're actually setting yourself up for a world of hurt, for a lot of pain. Listen, don't give that kind of trust to anyone but Jesus. He is the only one that deserves that kind of total, complete Trust. You know, maybe you look at someone and, and you think, I, I don't know what I would do without you. Listen, the only one that you should probably say that to is Jesus. I don't know what I would do without you, Jesus. So long story short, I had, I had relationship with these people for a long time, but God knew that in order for me, in order for the ministry to go to new heights, these, these people had to go. You know, it, it's just like trees. You know, trees need pruning from time to time. And, and sometimes the dead branches need to be removed or where there's overgrowth. You know, it needs to be uh, pruned or trimmed. And God was pruning the wrong people out of my life, but I didn't recognize it at the time. I didn't fully comprehend what God was doing. And, you know, I'm going to save you from all the gory details, but let's just say that these people were more concerned with positions and titles and power than they were with my well-being. They were more concerned with those things than they were with being a friend. You know, they told lies about me. They told lies about the ministry felt very much like just stabbed in the back. Let me be honest with you. I, I, was, I was devastated, heartbroken. I did not understand why God would allow this to happen. I couldn't believe it because they were Christians, you know? Oh my gosh, Christians aren't supposed to do this. That was a time when my world was shaken. 
I did not understand what was going on. The pain in my soul was so deep. Now, I know many of you have gone through similar things. You might relate to that story that I just shared. You you might be going through something very similar right now. You might be going through things that just don't make any sense, things that drive us to the point where we wonder, and maybe we even ask the question, God, do you really care? Sometimes we may travel down the road of life a little bit further, you know. We have these experiences, and sometimes when we get down the road of life a little bit further, we're able to look back and we're able to go, oh, yeah, okay, all right. I can understand why that happened. It makes me think of uh, Solomon. Solomon is, is a man in the Bible, and, and the Scriptures refer to Solomon as the wisest man that has ever lived. And if you read Proverbs, Proverbs was written by Solomon. He often talks about three things. He talks about wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Now, understanding is that ability. Understanding is the ability to look back on a situation that didn't make any sense at all. But now, with with the passing of time, you're able to look back on a situation and you're able to understand what you were facing and why you went through what you went through. You know, it's like the old saying, hindsight is 20-20. But you and I both know that there will be things that we face in our life. There will be things that people go through There will be times where you can look back and you can have understanding, but there will be other times that we we may face things, we may experience things that make no sense at all. And they won't make any sense until we see Jesus face to face. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 26 and 27, it says, When God spoke from Mount Sinai, His voice shook the earth, But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only the unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, that is the kingdom of God, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. For our God is a devouring fire. Fire is a a purifying agent. Metal, um, rock, and stone are, are, are some of the few elements that can survive the fire. Even, uh, you know, elements like silver and gold are... When they go through the fire, they are refined or they're purified in the fire. And and the fire, it it melts away or skims off the impurities. And what comes through the fire is something that is pure and precious and rare. You know, when 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 the metal goes through the fire, only the purities remain. You see, the fire of God, the, the, the devouring fire... Of God, it burns up everything in our life that is useless, that is doesn't bring any benefit to us. Our God is a devouring fire because He purifies us. 
You know, we, we can't talk about fire this morning without having a demonstration involving some fire. You know what I'm talking about? I was like, man, I got to do something with fire today, all right? I got to play with fire. And so I just want to give you a little uh, visual on kind of what I'm talking about here. I did some sweet talking, and I was able to um, talk my wife into letting me use her wedding ring, okay? So this is her wedding ring, and I know she's uh, really nervous right now. And I don't know, I think you can see it because it's really big, but it's got a big old diamond on it, all right? Nothing but the best for my bride, all right? So this is my wife's wedding ring. And this would be maybe an example of what God wants for you and he wants for me. He wants nothing but the best. And, and the scripture says that God wants us to be conformed into the image of his son, Jesus Christ. He wants you to be like Jesus. He wants me to be like Jesus. Jesus wants nothing but the best for your life. But oftentimes, if you were going to um, kind of travel this example with me, let's, let's pretend like this piece of paper is our brokenness. I mean, this is what God wants, this, this, this pure gold diamond ring. This is, God wants nothing but the best, but this is what gets in the way. Let's say this is our brokenness. This is our sin. Maybe these are the addictions that we're struggling with that we can't seem to shake off in our own power. Maybe these are the prejudices that we have towards people of a different color or a different race. Let's say these are some of the false teachings that we have bought into and that we believe. And all these things, they begin to tarnish what God really wants for us. And they begin to cover the purities. And some of us in our, I would say all of us, okay, in our brokenness, it gets to where, man, you can't see the purities. And so, when the devouring fire of God comes into our life, all right, so this is going to represent the devouring fire of God, okay? I'm laughing because this is a lighter and God's devouring fire is much more awesome, okay? It's, 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 uh, uh, it's going to be much more powerful than this is. But come on, travel with me. You know, you know, we're just having some fun here. I get to play with some fire, all right? So God wants us to be pure. He wants us to be like his son, Jesus Christ, but our brokenness is in the way. But when God begins to do the transforming work in your life, the, the devouring fire of God comes in and burns away the impurities. The devouring fire of God comes in and burns away what's useless and, and, and burns away the brokenness and, and the sinfulness and he wants us to be like his son, Jesus Christ. This is what he intends for you. This is what he intends for me. You know, the question is, is that was kind of fun. Fire. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the question is, is, is why do we want to hang on to useless things that don't bring any benefit? They don't bring any value to our lives. They don't bring any uh, benefit to our spiritual lives. Why do we want to hang on to useless things? You see, once again, when the fire of God comes into our lives, it's, it's, it's going to be painful before it becomes pleasant. One of the things that I learned um, through the pruning of relationships, you know, when those relationships kind of started to fall by the wayside and God was pruning um, some relationships in my life, I, I learned that I was afraid of pain. 
And I think many of us, we're, we're so afraid of pain. And I actually learned myself that I was doing things to try to avoid pain. And I, I would do things like trying to make everyone happy or trying to people please or trying to be all things to all people. And it got to the point where, man, it doesn't work. And I was trying to do those things because I was trying to avoid pain. Once again, I was trying to make everybody happy. I was trying to please everyone. I was trying not to ruffle any feathers. What if we, what if we prayed this way? What if we prayed, Lord, send your fire into my life and burn up the things in my life that are useless to you? Wow. Now that would be a bold, scary kind of prayer. What's useless, uh, you know, you might say, like, what's useless? What, what, what are you talking about, Justin? What does that mean? What are you asking God to burn up? Maybe it's the, the negative or the bad attitudes that you've had for way too long, that you've hung on to, and you're just not willing to let them go. Maybe it's a man, manipulative spirit, you know? Uh, you're, you're just manipulating people to do what you want them to do. And maybe that's something that just needs to burn up. In your life. Maybe you've had just an angry spirit and you're just angry all the time and it's caused you to not have any friends. And man, maybe that's something that needs to be consumed by the devouring fire of God. Maybe God needs to burn up your addictions or your prejudices towards people um, that uh, they don't look like you, they don't vote like you, they don't have the same color skin as you. You know, maybe God needs to, to burn up your worldview that is nowhere close to the heart of God. Our God is a devouring fire. And you might be saying, now, wait a minute, Justin. <laughs> like, I'm not even sure God really even cares about me. And, and you're telling me to pray that he would send fire into my life and burn up the things that are useless? Like, are you crazy, you know? And my answer would be, yeah, maybe a little, okay? But what I'm trying to communicate is just because you're going through fire, just because your world is being shaken, does not mean that God doesn't care about you. Oftentimes, we have to go through the fire to experience the benefits. Okay, let me say that one more time. Oftentimes, we have to go through the fire to experience the benefits. God may shake your life so that only the unshakable things will remain. Does God really care? Yes, God is a caring, loving, compassionate Father. He loves you more than you'll ever understand and when I say you, I'm talking about everyone. Once again, every color of skin, every ethnicity, uh, every background, every race, he loves you more than you can even comprehend. God is love. And he made you to love you. He is loving towards you in everything that he does. Even when the fire comes in your life, that's an act of love. Even in the shaking, God 
is a caring father. The scripture says in Psalm 103, verse 13, says, the Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. Peter, who was an eyewitness to the life and teachings of Jesus, he said this in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 7. He said, give all of your worries, give all of your cares to God, for he cares for you. God cares about you personally. He accepts you and he loves you, whoever you are, wherever you are, and however broken you are. But he also loves you enough not to leave you in your brokenness. That's where the shaking, that's where the fire comes into play. You know, one more example that I want to share with you this morning is actually about a man who went through some really tough things in his life, but he never lost sight on the fact, on the reality that God loved him and that God cared about him. It's actually the example of the Apostle Paul, and it's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And you know, if anyone, <laughs> if anyone had the ear of God, it was the Apostle Paul. I mean, he wrote most of the New Testament of the Scriptures. But there's a section in, in uh, 2 Corinthians that is very fascinating. And I just want to kind of uh, introduce it by saying this. Darkness, weakness, you know, feeling out of sorts, feeling like your world is being shaken, just just feeling weak, it's not always a bad thing. What do you do when the shaking comes or when the fire comes? 2 Corinthians chapter 12, we read that Paul was given a thorn, okay? We're, we're not told what this was, but it was, it was some some sort of a hardship that Paul had to go through in his life, and it shook Paul. It, it messed with him. So much so that verse 8 says, Paul begged the Lord to take it away. But God chose not to take it away. Verse 9 says, each time, okay, each time that Paul begged God to take away this thorn in his flesh, God said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. And then Paul said, so now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. You know, I think Paul would say that the, the thorn, the, the difficulties that he was facing, the, the things that he was experiencing that were so hard, it kept him grounded. It kept him humble. He would say, the reason um, I had to have it is because if I didn't have this thorn, I would have never seen, I would have never learned, I would have never experienced the things that God wanted me to see and learn and experience. I think I would have gotten so lost in myself that I, I would have lost sight of God. Paul said, it was given to me, this thorn um, that he was talking about. Paul tried to send it away once again, but he couldn't. But he, he would say it was, it was actually beneficial to me because in my weakness, that's when God's power was demonstrated in the most powerful ways. You know, listen, I, I want you to know I'm not going to try to pretend at all 
to explain away everything that's happening in your world. I'm not going to try to explain and, uh, you know, everything that's happening in, in our world today. But I do know this. Okay, this is a reality. We might try to impress people with our strengths, but we connect with people through our weaknesses. Okay, let me say that one more time. We, we might try to impress people with our strengths, but we connect with people through our weaknesses. Listen, there's a lot of pain in our world today. There's a lot of pain in our communities. There's a lot of pain in our churches. I get it. I really do. We get confused about our pain. We begin to question God. We begin to wonder if he even really cares. But I am here to tell you today, let's trust God with our pain. You may say, God, this this really hurts. God, this hurts so bad, I, I can't stand it. But I trust you. And I'm going to continue to be a blessing to other people because I believe even if it hurts, even if it's painful, you're going to help me come through the fire, through the shaking, more purified. You're going to help me come through this difficulty and I'm going to be more like your son, Jesus. And that's ultimately what I want. Listen, trusting God is a daily, if not hourly, if not every minute decision. God cares about you personally. And listen, when when all the shaking is done, only the unshakable things will remain. Father, we know that you care. We know that your heart breaks over our brokenness. Your heart broke so much that you sent your son, Jesus, to die for our brokenness. Lord, we, we don't doubt your goodness. We, we know that you care. Father, we know that you are a good, good father. That you are tender. You are compassionate towards us. Father, make yourself known to people today. Reveal yourself to people who have maybe never experienced you. May they personally encounter you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.